This episode of The No is brought to you by Pink Stork. Pink Stork creates clean and natural supplements for women with a diverse line of products from gummies to teas and every supplement in between, offering something for every woman at every stage. I am currently taking their premium prenatal vitamin, their apple cider vinegar gummies, and their total glow gummies. Stay tuned to learn more about Pink Stork and be sure to use my code NikkiSpo15 for 15% off of your order at pinkstork.com. Welcome to the No Podcast with me, Nikki Spo. What is up, Truth Speakers? Episode 50. Oh my gosh. I remember when this pod was just a seedling of an idea in my brain, and now I'm 50 episodes in and I'm having a blast. I hope that you've been loving the shows. And if you have, don't forget to leave a rating and a review or simply share it with a friend who needs to hear what we are chatting about. So today, episode 50, I am sharing the big news. I am pregnant and it's a girl. (laughs) I'm so happy. Okay, 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 okay. Mujeres, this episode is actually, it's actually a little serious. and spiritual, okay? And I'm just gonna dive right in. I have said this before and I always want to tread lightly. I don't think I ever really wanted to have children. I think that I felt like it was something I always thought I'd do because that's what people do and all that, but I never thought that I would have children of my own. And I don't know, like I never really liked babies growing up and I never spent a lot of time with small children. So I was pretty terrified of of them, I think, and of becoming a parent in general. So I, in general, I like to cross bridges when I get there for the most part. But I will say that if I was scared of having children, I was even more scared of having a girl. The idea activated a lot of my trauma. Well, it activated my trauma response to the unhealed parts of me that still longed to be mothered by my own mother. So when I found out I was pregnant the first time with my firstborn, even though you're not supposed to like say it, I kept thinking to myself, let it be a boy so that I don't have to be responsible for messing up my daughter. As if had I had a daughter, like messing her up would be like the only possible outcome. Well, I did have a boy and um, I remember feeling pretty relieved even though I was still like, holy smokes, me? Me? A parent? I'm not qualified. Not me. Like, Now, just a few moments ago, I said that I want to tread lightly on this topic, and that's true. I know that there are countless families out there who are desperate to be, to bring a baby into this world. And I also know that like trying to conceive can be a very, very difficult journey. And I know it can be hard or annoying to hear someone who has been blessed with two beautiful children like myself say that she never wanted to be a parent. And I pray for all of those who want to bring babies into the world. I hope that they are able to do so. That said, I think a lot more people than are obvious are actually terrified or were terrified of having kids like I was. Um, I touched on this subject a little bit on Instagram through the years. And every time I've done so, I've received so many messages, mostly from women who shared their similar fears. The strained relationship I had with my mother made me feel like that was the only way for mother-daughter relationships to exist. Even when I saw otherwise, like when I would see other mothers and their daughters, the ones who had generally positive relationships, I was so cynical, skeptical, and 
honestly, I was an outright hater about it. Like I was wrought with envy, even if I was too busy rolling my eyes to realize that I was envious. You know, I kind of like resented those happy those happy duos, the moms and daughters who were so happy and had great relationships. But mostly I resented my own mother. Uh, today I know that resentment in all shapes and forms is toxic and I work really hard to confront my resentments so that they don't poison my heart and my soul and my relationships. But that's hard work. You know, I hope that you guys had a chance, had the chance to listen to my episode, the two part episode um, with Bethany Webster on healing the mother wound. And that's been tremendously helpful for me. So um, throughout this journey, now I had had my baby, right? My firstborn, my boy. And that was three days after I turned 31. And my transition into motherhood was difficult. I experienced anxiety and depression. I remember thinking that my life was like 1000% over, like done, done. I personally opted not to go back to work in my position as a teacher so I could acclimate to my new life. And I'm grateful that I had that opportunity. I also think that like not working outside of the home was very difficult for me in general. Um, I was finally able to create a work life that felt balanced for me. But then I also like started to drink more throughout that stage of my life. And then just after my 32nd birthday and our son's first birthday, I found out that I was pregnant again. (laughs) So reading my pregnancy test at home, I'm not going to lie, like my heart sank. I, I was like, I'm not ready. It's too soon. It's too soon. I had just started working out regularly again, and I had just started to feel like myself in terms of my body and my self image. And hello, my baby was still a baby. <laughs> but like I mentioned, I, I like I try to like hammer it into my brain that I will cross the bridges when I get to them. Like I don't have to, I don't I try not to worry too much about what happens in the future. So whatever, we we arrived at the bridge. So we arrived at the bridge of me having another baby. Um, movement is part of life, right? Like I have to stay moving literally and figuratively. And really the only thing I could do was move forward, right? As I always had. For the record, um, I did not drink during my pregnancies, but I always had the desire. And I feel like when I was pregnant and not drinking, like that was torturous, right? Like I was always counting the days until I could enjoy a glass of wine, but really I want like the one glass of wine situation is, is not it for me. Well, I did. I went through my entire pregnancy, not drinking like most pregnant people do. I went through that pregnancy while I parented my little one. And finally, our older son, Santiago, was 20 months old when baby Dante was born. And I have to say that everything about the second time around felt easier from the birth to the level of like preparedness and making sure I was physically and emotionally, physically and emotionally supported. Uh, But I definitely went back to my old drinking habits, and I would say that I fell into a really ugly place, Um, especially at the start of COVID when my drinking just got worse and worse, and there were like quite literally, there was quite literally nowhere to go to hide it or cover it up. So I started my sobriety journey, as you know, in April of 2020 when Shago had just turned two and Dante was four months old. Three months later... My husband would leave town for work for three months, um, and that was a really, really hard time for me, parenting two children without my partner while trying to get sober during a global pandemic. Still, like I thought to myself, I'm like, I can do this, all of it. I can do sobriety. I can do life. I can do parenthood. And I noticed an internal shift in my mothering and the way that I felt about being a mother. 
it was something that I was made for. Like I actually began to realize that. And I know you kind of like hear it and you're like all those moms who are like, I was, my purpose in life is to be a mom. Now, it's not the only thing I was made for. No, like I believe I was made to do and be so many things in this life. But in a world where I thought like I was not supposed to be a mom, I now knew that I most certainly was and that if the universe saw fit that I would be open to becoming a mother again a third time around. Okay, so the cat is out of the bag. And now that that's the case, I want to tell you about the prenatal vitamin that I am choosing to take. After spending time scouring the internet to find the best prenatal vitamin for my preferences, I decided on Pink Stork. I used a different vitamin during my first two pregnancies, but the aftertaste made me feel nauseous and I had to take like, I don't know, four pills a day, not fun. Mm -mm. Pink Stork is effective for both mom and baby and supports the development of baby's brain and spinal cord and mom's overall wellness before, during, and after pregnancy. Now I am taking Pink Stork's premium prenatal vitamin, which has all the essentials. It includes key ingredients such as folate, vitamin A, B vitamins, vitamin C, iron, biotin, and probiotics for premium pregnancy support. These products are also clean, made without gluten, wheat, dairy, soy, or GMOs. I am also enjoying the apple cider vinegar gummies as well as the Total Glow gummies, which are safe through all stages of womanhood and motherhood. Another bit that I love, the company is woman owned and run. Pink Stork's founder and CEO is a woman and over 80% of the company's employees are women. I am pleased with the complete lineup that they have and they even have vitamins for men. Use my code NikkiSpo15 for 15% off of your order at pinkstork.com. So that first year of sobriety went by. And with a tremendous amount of grace and support, I was able to reconnect with my mother put her through rehab and ultimately provide for her during the last two years of her life. Now, just because I reconnected with her did not mean that we fixed everything between us. Um, by that point, I had been working regularly with a sponsor, developing my spirituality, releasing my resentments and working to make amends to those that I had wronged. Um, and I realized that despite my ability to forgive my mother, which I did, I was still not able to share space with her or communicate with her regularly. It was it was too dangerous to me to to my sobriety and my emotional well-being, which meant it was also those things for me as a mother for my two boys. Uh, I wanted to do everything in my power to be in tip-top shape for the family that I was creating in my own life. And I'm thankful that even though I did not get to physically spend time with my mom in the end, that I was able to provide her some provide for her in some capacity, hopefully to help for be help her be comfortable and clear-minded. It was an energetic exchange that I was capable of and one that I believe that the universe sees. So all of that time went by of my partner and I being open to conceiving and it just didn't happen. And finally, I had given myself a time limit. I told myself, I have two beautiful children for whom I am endlessly grateful. So if we haven't conceived by the time I'm 35, then my partner and I will choose to close the door, you know, and, and decide not to have children past that point. Well, on February 10th of this year, just about, so wait, this is a, this is a lot. 
February 10th of this year, which was just about one month before my 35th birthday. Remember, the time limit was like my 35th birthday. So just a month before, I discovered that we were expecting. I w- it was super early. I was only four weeks pregnant. But still, I was so happy. And I never said it out loud. But in my heart and in my mind, I thought to myself, I just know this is a girl. This is God telling me that I'm ready to be a girl mom. All of the work I've done on myself, on my soul, on my healing, on my forgiveness, this is the universe showing me that it's time I'm ready. So that was February 10th. Eight days later, while my family and I were in Cleveland for the NBA All-Star Games, my mom passed away. I had a really hard time with her passing. I expected that I would. Um, I think I always wanted her to be my mom, even if I knew she never could be. I always had that hope. Uh, it's why I went into her home, her home that day to convince her to go to rehab, even though I was still really resentful towards her. It had been a difficult time for sure when she passed, just knowing that it was final. You know, on that note, I like to think that I am rebuilding my relationship with her now in spirit. You know, when I pray, I tell her things about my life. I give her updates. I share funny things with her. I pray with her and I pray for her with my children. And I actually ask her to guide me and show me the way in so many situations because I believe that her soul, just like all of our souls, is pure and good. That's how we come here to this earth. That's what I believe. And that it's just the earthly stuff that got in the way. So then one day in April, right, I'm dealing with this with this stuff. I'm pregnant. My hormones are going crazy. My mom passes away. Just a lot of stuff going on, right? One day in April, I get a call from my OB, Dr. Peter Kamvangza, who I adore and highly recommend which I'm actually doing, wait, I'm going to plug this really quickly. I'm actually doing an IG live with Baptist Health and Dr. Peter Kambangza this week. So stay tuned for that. It all like, I don't know, just like magically worked out and the timing of it, like it just made sense. I don't know. That's how the things happen in the universe, in the universe, right? Okay. So stay tuned to that. That's happening this Wednesday. Dr. Peter Kambangza and I are going to be talking on IG live at noon. Okay. So Dr. Peter calls me, right? He had the results for us to find out the sex of the baby. And he asked me if I wanted to guess, as he had done with both Santiago and Dante. And without thinking, like I just didn't even think about it. It just fell out of my mouth. I said, it's a girl. And he said, it's a girl. Congratulations, my friend. Like you get to be a girl mom on your terms in your own way. So having a girl is something I have been terrified of my entire life. Today, I cannot wait to meet my daughter. I can't wait to love her unconditionally, help her discover who she is and who she wants to become. I pray for the serenity to withhold judgment and shame in my parenting of her so that I may assist in mending the mother wounds that have existed for the generations preceding our spiritual union as mother and daughter. I hope to be all of the amazing things that my mother was, fearless, funny, magical, resilient AF, she beat stage four cancer and wild. And I hope to forge my own new qualities as my family and I raise our little female. My family and I could not be more excited to welcome our baby girl to the world this fall. 
Thank you for listening to this episode, my friends. Episode 50. Cheers to many more. Special thanks goes to our friends at Pink Stork for sponsoring this episode of the Know with Nikki Spo. I'm excited to be on my pregnancy journey with Pink Stork and I've got my vitamins set up for automatic delivery so I don't even have to think about reordering. Pink Stork is there for me every step of the way and I hope you get to enjoy the products too. Head on over to pinkstork.com and use my code NikkiSpo15 for 15% off of your order. Thank you so much for listening to The Know. If you loved this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. Words are so powerful and someone may need to hear what we covered today. And if you really loved this episode, please take a moment to rate the show and leave a review. Your comments are so important and valued and they give other listeners insight on what to expect on The Know. You can connect with me personally via Instagram at Nikki Sap Spo and The Know with Nikki Spo. My hope for you today is that you are fearless in looking inward so that you can be your highest, most authentic self and go after the life of your dreams. Mm-hmm.